Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. Just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Podcast starts now. Surprise, surprise. Is <laughs> this funny? Who the fuck is that? Who the hell and shit is this? Who the hell? <laughs> who the hell and shit? Who the, who the hell? Who the goddamn is this? Who had her in? <laughs> so. Hello, let, as Medea we have would to, say. We have to take stock a little bit because I think. And not the Greek Medea, the other one. <laughs> Wait, let me let me take stock. So yeah. we have to kind of we have to list a few uh, facts, facts about the world, where we so are, where true. we each are. Trust and the science, then, trust the science. That's right. Because without the facts, people are going to jump to conclusions. It's and so it's true. Been, it's happened before and it will happen again. Fact. So one. for me, first of all, fact number one, it is currently the Super Bowl. So true. So <laughs> okay, true. So, so let's get that. Two, yeah. Sam is not here. Right. Thank you. I didn't want to bury the lead. He's fighting in the Super Bowl. He is in the Super Bowl. He got drafted to the Super Bowl. He got drafted for the Super Bowl uh mere days ago. Um so and it's crazy. a really it was we a lot of us auditioned for it. And mm-hmm. I have to say, like, I mean I am happy for him, but like mm. do I don't know. I mean do I think he was like the best? Like, do yeah. I think Sam is the best at football? I don't. But I, mean... I think that's not for you to say. That's like a director's 
choice. No, it's true. It's true. And I feel and like I, I feel if the Super Bowl it, director has a vision in mind for the Bengals, right? We have to wait. We have to watch. We have to, you know, be open to mm-hmm. what his plan is. Dare I say what God's plan is? Yeah. Well, I I think like. I mean, I, I can already see my jealousy coming out because it's like, it's not mm. Sam's fault that he got the, like. That he got drafted and cast. Li- in the listen, I, I don't want to, I know we're not supposed to talk about this, but like there was room for one gay guy. That's mm, true. And like, I know, I, I know it's like pitting people against each other, but like they had room for one gay guy. They could yeah. have picked many yeah. of our other gay friends and they chose yeah. Sam. You Sam. know, he's buzzy right now. He mm-hmm. like. He's kind of on the up and up. Like I feel mm-hmm. like it's it's been a kind of a long time coming for him. Yeah, and like I get, I I genuinely am happy for him, but there's of course a part of there's me that's the like, there's I mean I'm I just feel like, you know I've been studying the Bengals for years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um, you know I I feel like um. Honest, I was kind of led okay. to believe it would be. I was. I was led to believe it. The part would be mine. Yeah. I'll just say that. Yeah. And it's. I. But I, I don't normally, think I don't... that's your fault. Do you know no. what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's why you can't let it get to you. Like that's, that's incompetence and honestly, like unprofessionalism on, the part of. Yeah. The Bengals. Yeah. Well, it's just. It's also like, it's. You can tell they're not. This is their first time diversifying. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because the whole process has been botched. I'll just say mm-hmm. that. I do feel like there's probably pressure that, you know, there was like um, a change up in the organization, organizational staff um, earlier last year. And, you know, now that Millie Bobby Brown is the coach. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I but that's the like, thing, though. But then, yeah. You know, there's stress on her end as well. Yeah. There's stress well, on, also, there's, you know. There's a lot to account like, for. Of course, there was the backlash with Millie Bobby Brown, and then they brought in... I mean, I thought this was kind of fucked up. They brought in Janet Mock as a consultant and kind of set her up for failure. Yeah. Because like, I, no, I feel like... They I feel really like she did. thought she thought of it as an opportunity, like, okay, the NFL. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And now they're blaming all of this procedural stuff all on All of this on her. But they, they set her up for that, and it's a shame. But we wish... Sam, the best. Yeah. And that's fact number three. And that, that, fact number right. four, I think, is actually that we wish Sam the best. Right. What was number three? So number two is that Sam isn't here. Number three is that he isn't here because he was drafted and cast in the Super Bowl. Oh, got it, got it. Okay. <laughs> number four is that we is wish that him- we wish him the best. The best. Yes. If anyone takes anything away from this, like the tabloids, mm. you know, they, they like mm. pulling out a quote. Mm-hmm. I feel like a really good Ducks quote Moy. would be, we wish them the best. Yeah. Yes. This is going to be all over Ducks Moy. <laughs> yes. God, I can see the headlines now. So, okay. Fact number five. Yeah. Multiple beverages. Okay, we have to discuss multiple beverages. I mean, it's funny because now I can't really go back to the, the real fact about Sam. Maybe we'll mm. reveal it later on. That's, a, that's good journalism yeah. and storytelling is you save it. To the end. Yeah, yeah, and you open with a lie. Exactly. Well, you open with a with a vague with a question like, "Is Windex killing mm-hmm. your pets?" Okay. People wanna people wanna listen. People, the answer people, yeah. it's gonna be no. No, yeah, but you want the road to know. 
but the eyeballs are going to be there. So true. So, so true. Especially on the podcast. Yes. Well, yeah, that's right. So yes, we were talking. You have multiple beverages, you said. You have four I to do. five beverages in front of you. Yeah, I have five currently, but okay. it's going to become four very soon. Are you you're planning on downing the coffee? I'm planning on, and this is, and I need you to be my ally here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you could have a spirit of openness, collaboration, open. yeah. and love, yes, I would appreciate that. I have a coffee to my right. Right. To my left, I have a fourth of a latte. And I'll show oh, you because yeah. we're friends. It's a small, I would say. It's a small, and this is the coffee that I made at home. Okay. I'm doing some mixing. Mm. I'm putting the bits of latte that I got left in the coffee. Coffee two ways. Coffee two ways. It's very European of me, I'll admit yeah. it. You, you know, I've been there. Yeah. I mean, it took you years to get rid of that accent. Thank you. Oh, shit. God damn it, Io. Sorry. Sorry. So so we have the latte and we have the coffee. What else is, what else are we working with? There's a green juice. Oh. We've got a third left. We've got a watermelon juice. Two juices. A watermelon juice. Two juices. This, this is my new juice. And I hope a little slosh for the ASMR heads. Shout out the brand. Yeah, I'll say it. Evolution. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we have, I'll say the watermelon juice looks more, mm. dare I say, processed than the green juice. The green juice, you can feel yeah. the... Yeah. Um, this is real. Yeah. Like, the green juice, you can feel, it's like the fart. <laughs> mm-hmm. With each sip comes a fart. Mm-hmm. And I'm setting myself up for that. The watermelon juice is fake, but as you know... I I love to ingest a lie. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't I don't. <laughs> I I don't need truth all the time. I want a little lie, and I'm into it. And then we've got a classic, ladies holler if you hear me. Oh, water. It's a water. Water. Water in a Nalgene. Yeah. I've been trying to um, set a goal because I don't drink enough water. Probably because I got six, six seven other liquids to juggle every day. <laughs> Sorry, really I'm busy. Are. I'm on I, the damn clock. I do think by combining all these liquids, you are pretty much maintaining a constant level of hydration because mm-hmm. either they make you dehydrated or rehydrated <laughs> yes. and yes. you're constantly kind of like course correcting. So you've actually yeah. never been over Fully or hydrated. under yeah. hydrated never. in your life. I've always been at about 50%, yeah. I think. Um, always you're... doing a proper hydration and a diuretic at the same time. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I am... Afraid of how strong, how powerful, how sexy, and how full and free I would be if I drank all the water I was supposed to yeah. um, in a day. I can feel like my brain get limitless. I can feel too many synapses. Mm-hmm. I don't want to fix the Middle East. I could <laughs> yeah. if I drank enough water, absolutely. But I don't want. I'm like I. I want to keep a low profile. Well, you I don't like want to. You don't have like that kind of messiah complex, you know. Thank I, you. And 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 ultimately, like that's really kind. You're an introvert. Yeah, and I would never say that about myself because I'm humble and shy as well. But that I think feels true to me. Yeah. 
Are you also rocking multiple beverages? Right well, now? it's tough because I'm so feel open enough to share. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I hate when people get on podcasts and they feel like they have to be an open book. You know? No, 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 and no. This no, is I, your podcast, actually. Now that I'm just remembering, but no. Um, well, for today, to, well, in fact, you bring up a very good point, which is this is in the spirit of smashing binaries. Which is yeah. the ultimate goal of this podcast. Ultimate goal of this podcast. Yeah. Um, I would say we are, have found ourselves in a situation where you are kind of interrogating the binary between guest co-host and mm. guest. Because originally, mm. and I don't even want to say originally because it didn't happen. So why set up that expectation? But there was talk of you being a guest co-host and us having yeah. a guest. Like you are taking the role mm-hmm. of Sam mm-hmm. um, while he's in the Super Bowl. And we have a mm-hmm. guest. and And we... That's that's your role. You're interviewing the guests with me. We're mm-hmm. bantering. You're doing street mm-hmm. shooters. Then, um, you know, what happened is I didn't book a guest. Yeah. That's what I heard. Right. That is what I heard. But that's your truth, so you, you speak yeah. on it. Well, because yeah. I was like, it, it felt dishonest. Mm. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah, and I also thought... Um, you would not have been able to express yourself fully if you had to be a host. Wow. So I did it for you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, and can I say something as well? Please. We're going to start with a metaphor. And the metaphor is a house. Mm. Because you invited me into your house. I've been here before. Mm. I took my shoes off. I relaxed. I laughed. I joked. Maybe we even cooked a meal together. That's in the metaphor. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what it is, but that is what we did. Now I've been invited back into your house, but I'm telling you, you know, hey, you take your shoes off too. You yeah. kick you kick up your feet. You relax. Maybe we'll switch off because now I know where the kettle is. I'll make you tea. Mm-hmm. And what is that again in the metaphor? It's hard to say until we get to the end, but that's what we'll do. Here's what I'll say, though. I'm now realizing as you're saying that metaphor, I'm realizing maybe one of the reasons why I didn't book a guest was, in fact, out of... Because I talk in metaphors and riddles. (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) I could have killed somebody. (laughs) No, no. Very dangerous. That's... I mean, it is dangerous, and I do... I am going to have to ask you to stop. We're going to issue a metaphor maximum for this episode. Are you serious? You have two more. Okay, and but before, how many riddles but, do I but I want to say the following, which is, I, I feel like maybe you won't even tell me how many riddles I have. I feel like that means not. <laughs> no. You'll know when you've said enough riddles. I feel like maybe inviting you to be a co-host with me in my home. The fear there is, what if you're better at it than I am? Oh gosh. So I am putting you. I have to maintain. I have to put you at least partly in the role of guest, so I can feel some sense of superiority. And that's I'm realizing like subconsciously that's what I that's why I didn't book a guest because I was like once I book a guest it's official Ayo is a co-host and you want to defeat me in a way it's not so much I want to defeat you it's that I want to maintain the power dynamic that otherwise would exist which is that this is my podcast okay so I would say and you know with the spirit of kindness to this I don't think I don't think it's necessarily a thing about superiority for me it feels like comfort it feels like hey. The, this is, you know, there are rules. Rules are good. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I could open up, I've got a dog, <laughs> um, and we've and I've been training the dog. I've been I've been learning to train the dog, and and uh, 
I, I met with a trainer. I'll admit wow. it, I did. Because YouTube could only do so much, okay? Mm -hmm. um, fellas, you know what I'm talking about. And uh, the trainer said, hey, rules are good. Imagine if you lived in a world without rules. I said, whoa, <laughs> no, I won't imagine that. So um, maybe I'm your dog. <laughs> Uh, and okay. um, and uh, you know, and maybe there's rules. Maybe I'm your. Maybe I'm. Maybe maybe it's not even that. Maybe there's just there's just rules. There's just structure. And you know what? Comfort you know what is very that. interesting to me. I consider you. I would say probably one of my most intelligent friends. <laughs> That's not good. Here's what I'm. Here's what I'm realizing though. You have one really big weakness. <laughs> Uh -huh. And that is, and that is your metaphor. <laughs> it is actually crazy. Like, yeah, I actually yeah. think it's so like everything else we've ever talked about. I've been so um, imp not impressed because that implies I'm not expecting it. But like, I've been so mm. challenged by you. I, f I yeah. find you to be someone with such a unique mind, someone who yeah. says things I don't think of myself. And I'm mm. and I'm at this point, I've seen you attempt three different metaphors. And this is. Really? No, two, I thought that was a second. That's that a second. was a second. Okay, I've got two, two left. I've got two left. Two yeah. metaphor. I mean, I'm just, you know, the first one. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. The, the first one was, a, so you compared a podcast to a house, which to me, uh -huh. it, it would make sense yeah, where that's sure. going. It's like the host is the host of a dinner party and the yeah. guest is the guest. And yet, right. rather than going that route, you uh -huh. came up with such a convoluted storyline. And now we have the second metaphor, which is, I put us back on track by saying yes, guest host, guest yeah. host. And then you say that you are my dog? I took it back. <laughs> I took it, I did take it back in my defense. Um, I feel like the way that I make metaphors is like um, when there's too many cooks in a kitchen. Oh, here we go. But I'm all of the cooks. <laughs> Not another metaphor. Okay, so I'm sorry. There are too many cooks in the kitchen and you are all of the cooks? I, the different parts of my brain are all of the cooks. Oh. So I can't stop. Wait, that's a good metaphor. And I'm trying to stop myself from saying more because there is more I want to say. But I know it will make, it'll make the metaphor worse. Yeah. Much like the dish being cooked. Oh, no. No, Ayo, please, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> by all of the cooks <laughs> in your kitchen in the kitchen of my mind well i think that's so interesting to have too many cooks in the kitchen of your own mind and of course normally if you have too many cooks you ask someone to leave mm. but these are parts of yourself i mean it's like what part of yourself do you want to kill in order to form a coherent sentence well george you know much like emily radajowski and emma watson i am a feminist <laughs> And I do think that all women have the right to lobotomies. Uh huh. And I think we need to get cooking on those. And yeah. I think oh no, not not Kamala, with the cooking again. <laughs> I, mean, I think Kamala, if you care about women, get us lobotomies for free. Did you say Kamala? Kamala. No, no, no. I'm not. No, you're right. I'm not correcting you. I just didn't <laughs> oh, hear what you said. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. The fact that you were willing to completely. I'm sorry. The fact that you were willing <laughs> to literally say her name wrong because you thought that, oh, that I I'm was really, you. I'm really vulnerable right now. I'm really vulnerable right now. Okay. 
I'm I'm vulnerable right you're, now. You're. It's actually crazy, and and it, and it makes me think: Have I set you up? Like it's like, if you're a guest or just if you're like a host, they set Kamala up. Sorry. Yeah, we've set Kamala up for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> Kamala is kind of the Janet Mock of the White House in the same way Thank that the Super you. Bowl set up Janet. Set Mock. up. Okay. Yeah. And that's not a metaphor. That's the truth. That's it's actually not a metaphor. In fact, yes. It wouldn't be the first corporation to set up Janet Mock, if you know what I mean. Okay, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so interesting. So you're, because I'm kind of the Joe Biden. I mean, I'm like bringing you in almost as like a, you know, it's like jack of all trades. Like I'm bringing you yeah. in and I'm like, all right, do everything I'm not, I don't want to do. So true. But that means I'm like, I could also kind of be like Fauci. Very true. And also like I'm a sex symbol in that way as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I heard Fauci's going to be on the cover of Playgirl. No. Okay. I won't tell you who told me. Yeah, no, we don't have to go into it too deeply. Could be myself. Could be myself. Do you feel like each of us has a Kamala and a Fauci? Yeah, like the like how like inside me there are two wolves. Yeah. Like that sort of vibe. Yeah. Kind of in the kitchen of your brain where there are too many cooks. I would say two of them are Kamala, three of them are Fauci. Right. And, And in fact, I would say there's a direct. Uh, correspondence between each of the cooks and a member of the Biden administration. <laughs> like, like I'll I'll say this for myself. Sometimes the Jen Psaki mm. comes out. <laughs> it's so good to know that, though. Yeah. It's so good to know that. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Can I say? Thank you. You know what I'm realizing as I'm speaking is like. Tell me. This is, that's not a good thing for your, for, it's like, then what are you going to accomplish? What has the Biden administration accomplished? I don't want to say anything because one of the people in my administration, my personal administration is second gentleman, Doug. Mm. I would say, honestly, that's a pretty big part of your administration. I think, I think so as well. I think so as well. Yeah. The first second gentleman, his name is Doug. I love that his name is Doug. I think I couldn't be any other way. I actually think he's probably the the member of the extended administration family that I relate to the most. He's the backbone of He's an entertainment life. lawyer. Honestly, I would yeah. love to be in touch. Could you imagine if we were repped by second gentleman Doug? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we have to do a couple of things. Sorry to, um, you know, uh, suddenly become Fauci. But hey, I'm Doug. I say thanks, brother. How, <laughs> how do you feel about potentially doing a couple of straight shooters? I think I think I feel good. I um I wrote some as okay. well, so I, we can maybe switch off. I think I think that would be. And again, see now we're doing. This is such a great example of you being half guest, half host. Is mm. like we're doing straight shooters, but we're asking each other. Suddenly, I am also in the position of being half guest, half host. And I'm and before and before we do straight shooters, I'm gonna present you with a riddle, and we can finish and we can and we can wait. Yeah, for the answer and um, play along. Okay. This is a riddle that was given to me by an old man in a diner, where all the best riddles come from. A mm. perfectly normal plane lands without any problems. When they reach the gate. Every single person gets off the plane. Who's left on the plane? Straight shooters. Okay. Okay. Io. 
The Queen of England or the King of Staten Island? <laughs> Queen of England. George. Mm-hmm. All-star drag braces or orthopedic leg braces? <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have to go with orthopedic leg braces. Good. <laughs> Io. Purchasing an NFT or renting out your home upstate as an Airbnb? <laughs> renting out my home upstate as an Airbnb. Side hustle vibes. George. Board of Education versus Brown or Millie Bobby Brown wearing a frown? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I sort of forgot how these work. No, no, it's perfect. <laughs> Board of Education just, versus Brown uh-huh. or Millie Bobby Brown wearing a frown. Did you change the order of Brown versus Board of Education so that it would rhyme <laughs> is my question. You know the answer. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to go with Millie Bobby Brown wearing a frown. I, th- I respect that. Okay, Fantastic Mr. Fox or The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? <laughs> Oh, they don't have to rhyme? No, that one's, but that, you can see the, like, like, I can't, I just, we're gonna, you're just gonna see, you're gonna see some things because yeah, I thought they had yeah. to rhyme. Um, honestly, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Miss Maisel, yeah. comedian, queen. Yeah, we love Mrs. Maisel. Okay. Face beat for the gods or the British procedural I just started watching called McDonald and Dodds? <laughs> <laughs> It's the procedural. It's the procedural for me. <laughs> um, it's giving procedural called McDonald's. It's giving Dots. procedural. Okay. Um, calling your boyfriend this one, calling your boyfriend this goober, calling your boyfriend my guy, or calling Fuck. your boyfriend out on his bullshit after you find a text on his phone from that whore at the coffee shop. Yes! Yes! Uh, call him out! Finish him! <laughs> okay. Your turn. Okay. William Shakespeare or the underrated character actress professionally known as Judy Greer hmm. or <laughs> Judy Greer's husband, who's a producer of Real Time with Bill Maher. Wow. <laughs> You know, I'm going to have to go with producer husband of Bill Maher. You sort of have you to have go with to. that you one. You actually have to go with that one. Okay. Um, Louis did nothing wrong or justice <laughs> for Brenda Song? <laughs> what happened to Brenda? I just feel like she deserves a better career. But I guess that it's funny because like the one, you know, it doesn't quite work because the first one's more straight and then justice for Brenda Song, one could argue, is more gay. Yeah. But I like, I love like a rally. Yeah. So I guess I'm gonna go for justice for Brenda Song. Yeah. Just cause I'm imagining like, um, like pitchforks and stuff. Yeah, well it would be yeah. very f- strange if it was kind of like a, <laughs> if it was like, <laughs> like an alt-right white supremacist rally, but their cause was justice for Brenda's <laughs> justice song. Justice for Brenda's song. You never know. You really, you never, really know. never know. It's so funny these days. Sorry to get yeah. up on my soapbox. No, literally. <laughs> Like, alliances are so strict. It's like, no one actually has any political beliefs. So like, Mm-mm. do you know what I mean? Like, alliances yes. are so strange. It's like, all you want to do is win that day's battle. So like, I could see a world in which a group of gay guys who are Brenda Song stands have to yeah. form an alliance with a 
kind of like a, the Boogaloo Boys. Yeah, yeah, just for yeah. that day. Yeah, and then it's over the next day. Yeah, that's what's beautiful about politics. I agree. Yeah. Reviving the rom-com uh-huh. or regretting building the atom bomb. Oh my God, Ayo, that is genius. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna say actually reviving the rom-com. Uh, yeah. Well, I think I think well selected. Drive my car or. Um, just for the, just for the work alone. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Shut up and drive. It's gonna have to be. It's gonna have to be. It's gonna have to be that. And this is my last one. Okay. The new Amazon reboot of Lord of the Rings Elves or Coney 2012s. (laughs) Okay. Ah, This is tough. This is tough because in some ways they're both the same thing. I, it, it, yeah, and that's what's, and that's the fun of it. Yeah, it's gonna be a, it's a tie. I respect it. It's a tie. I just want to say you absolutely knocked that out of the park. If I can put the mask down for one second and speak as wow. your friend. Oh my god! That Hi. is good to that see is, you. I mean, it is. I don't think anyone else. I don't think we could have chosen anyone else as a guest co-host that would have done a better job. I'm as so straight grateful. shooters. I'm so grateful to you and for this opportunity, yeah. and this space that you've created where I f- could feel free. Right. And I know for you, this was kind of the Super Bowl, like in the same way that Sam was auditioning for months to be mm-hmm. the gay guy in the, what are mm-hmm. what are they called? The Bengals? The Bengals. In the Bengals. Um, yeah. You, and you know, we had one spot for a woman. Yeah. I know. I wrote a packet. You did, you did, and we didn't read it. I know, it was sent back to me. We didn't read it, but someone did tell us- With the words we can't read written on top. I thought, that's awesome that they can't read, but they can write. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people actually write books who have never read one. (laughs) And you mean that though. And I do mean it. Um, I wanna go back to the riddle. Gorgeous. I want to go back to the riddle and then I want to pick a topic. For those who need a refresher, we might remember, maybe not. Maybe you've got, maybe you've got a short-term memory. A perfectly normal plane lands without any problems. When they reach the gate, every single person gets off the plane. So who's left on the plane? People are left on the plane. Who's left on the plane? And this was told to me by an old man in a diner. Is it like the people going in to clean the plane after everyone has already left? No, but I think that's a good guess. Okay. So um, say your guesses out loud in your heart, listeners. The answer is all married couples stay on the plane. Every single person gets off the plane. (laughs) Isn't that such a riddle, an old man in a diner? God, that's good. He's He's a genius. I'll never see him again. You'll never see me again. Oh my God, you have a beautiful voice. Thanks, that is my song. What topics did you bring? I wrote a few. And, you know, we could see where the wind takes us. Yeah, yeah. The first 
is pre-furnished luxury apartments. Mm -hmm. The second, forgetting things. Totally. The third, death. (gasps) Okay, it's actually crazy because I have been wanting to do death. Okay, that feels like a winner. Should I read my others? Oh, I thought you. I thought there were the only three. Okay, yes, please read the others. I wrote. I I overwrite. Come on. Yeah, yeah, you do. You need an editor. Okay. Cinema without the accent. Wait, what? Cinema, but without the accent over the E. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Christian God, but not Jesus or the Trinity. Because Jesus, obviously, Pan, Holy Spirit, flaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Trinity won't come out, but it's like, what's happening? You're three and one. And well, yeah, it's like, like a, it's Polly. Father's, like, come on. It's just giving a little. It's a little. That would and say incestuous write... Polly, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. <laughs> okay. Um, having less than 100 tabs open. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, Trusting, in quotes, the process, in quotes. Yeah. Um, and then heterosexuality. But then I thought, actually, a little a little gay, maybe. Yeah, heterosexual. Well, inevitably, it's kind of like the blank... Sp- um, what am I trying to say? It's like, it's like when something is censored, all you can think about is what's behind the censored thing. It's like when you hear heterosexuality, all you can think of is like, but you're gay, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think the winner might be... Uh, but But please. No, I mean... Your house, your rules. Well, I have to say, after the variety of metaphors I've heard tonight, I'm not sure whose house it is. <laughs> Fauci's house. Fauci's house. Doug, Doug's rules. Okay, so I uh, there was luxury apartments. There was death. Can you can you run through them one more time? Pre-furnished luxury apartments. Yeah. Forgetting things. Death. Cinema without the accent over the e. Christian God, having less than 100 tabs open, trusting the process, Mm -hmm. and heterosexuality a little gay in parentheses. So here's what I'll say. I I would say trusting the process and death are tied for number one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the ultimate trusting the process might be death. Yeah. Let's do death. Let's do death. Okay. I don't want to put you on the spot, but like, I want to know what... You know, when you were putting that down, what were you thinking? Why is death straight? Why did it come to you? Like, how, how, why was that one of the topics you brought forth? Well, the, I, well, always on my mind. How can mm. I, how else can I put it? But then it just came out to me. And then I just was like thinking about like how, how, <laughs> and I feel like queer communities, like there's so much like celebration of life mm-hmm. and like living life to the fullest. Like when I, because of, you know, consequence of like, I think having to historically. Um, and then I just thought about like all the funerals I've been to and where it's like, this is so like not fun. Yeah. This is like so like boring. Like where is like the, like, let, like where is like the zhuzh? Yes. Do like, you know what is actually something I find so um, genuinely moving is when mm. someone in some capacity in the fashion industry dies. And then at their funeral, people are turning looks. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like that, I, it is, cause, and then there's like photos that it's like, you know, someone wearing a crazy hat or someone wearing like all the, that designer's clothing. That to yeah. me is like, it's so, it, it's like, and I have very little romance about um, 
the fashion industry, but that that is like such so life affirming. And I feel like it's like it's think things like that rarely happen. Like everyone is so um you know, funerals are such a bummer. They really are. I will say though, I think there's like like what like Christian or like Western yeah. like traditions of death can be like specific like very boring. Like I've been to like a Nigerian funeral. I've been to like a few and um sometimes they will just like be like straight up like parties and that I'm like we need to get culture there. Like we need to get like, okay, somebody's dead, like awkward. Like yeah. we're gonna do crying, but then it's like everybody just bring food and we're all just gonna like shake our ass for like 30 minutes. A hundred percent. Um I, that sounds great. I I think I can relate 50%. Like, I, I can't relate to the funeral itself being a happy. Like, yes. that is definitely. The funeral itself is not happy. Right. No, That's but I mean, like, it's, but it's a celebration of life rather than a morning of death, maybe, is what I'm getting. Mm. Mm, yes, yes. So I think that I, I like, I'm just thinking about uh, Greek culture and what death is like in Greek culture. Like, that, mm. I don't think we're that evolved yet. Like, I do think Greek funerals are like, Everyone is wearing black. The yes. the like food that you get afterwards is like this very specific thing you only get at funerals, which is like this terrible like it's like a mixture of raisins and sugar kind what? of that you eat. It's like it's very That's bad. like death food. Yeah, it's like death food. That's but so what I but what I can relate to is well, okay, I think that there is a respect in elders mm. that like I I simply don't see in America. Okay, say it. Would you say that? Have, yeah. have we talked about that? Like, the, I, I remember when I, like, found out, like, people put, like, old people in, like, homes. Oh, I know. Horrifying. I was like, that is so, cr that is crazy to me. Like, yeah. my grandparents lived with us, like, for forever. Yeah, my grandparents my still, both sets of my grandparents live with, Sadly, not with my parents, but with their other kids. Like my grandmother, like the but both of them live yeah. with their other daughters. Um, and when I was growing up, before I moved to the states, we lived in the same apartment building as my grandparents. So like we mm -hmm. had one floor, and they had the floor above us. Yeah. Um, it's just so obvious that as someone gets older, they have more to offer, and yet mm. uh, the opposite. You find the opposite is true in the popular imagination. I do. I mean, I okay. I got a I got a riddle from an old man. I love yeah. talking to old people. They're so crazy. Also, like <laughs> yeah, that's the number they're one. They're just like so nuts. Or it's like yeah, obviously I, let's hang out. Like you're kind of off. You're you're actually maybe a little bit off your rocker. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Let's go. But don't you toe think that it's so funny because like yeah, they're off their rockers because you have to be. Okay. Okay. Like so how embarrassing to be logical. How how embarrassing to like take in the world and be like how <laughs> how can I think about this I rationally? It would be like so sad to get old and to like remain like bashful or like you know you're like yeah. Imagine being ninety and being like I'm an introvert. It's like grow up, actually <laughs> yeah, <literally>. die, <laughs> grow up and just get it over with. Grow just up die. And die. Grow up and die. <laughs> die die die. Okay, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we have to respect our elders. Yeah. Yeah. I have a very specific memory of um, 
Ashwarya Rai, the Bollywood star, going on David Letterman and David Letterman making fun of her for living with her parents, like truly cruelly making fun of her. And it was like awkward. And then she goes, well, yeah, it's very common to, you know, where I come from to live with your parents. And he's like making fun of her, blah, blah. And she's like, well, at least I don't have to ask my parents to go out for coffee with me, which I was like, say that. So, well, damn. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah, there's, like, so many, like, cultures where it's, like, it's so common to just, like, live with your parents or your grandparents. Like, it's like, hey, save yeah. money. Here's Hang what I will say. People. If I'm They're being, peeling you fruit. If I'm being absolutely honest with myself, I don't want to live with my parents. I don't want to live with my parents. No. At all. No. At all. At all. So where does that I leave us? I lived with my grandma if we were on different floors. I respect that because I respect yes, them. Yes, I'm, right. le- I'm staying out of their house. Yeah. I'm staying out of their house. So, but 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 in terms of death. Yes. The subject at hand. The subject at hand. I, do you feel like there's something, there's always something straight about something being absolute. Like life and death is the mm. ultimate binary. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. But then, and then there's like, well, then there's different, Conceptions of like the afterlife. That's right. But then some of those are quite absolute in a way where it's like, well, that's no fun. Oh, yeah. Well, like heaven and hell. I mean, it truly. Bummer. Biggest bummer. society. Like the idea that anyone could even put that forth as a theory. Like if you're good, you go to heaven. And if you're bad, you go to hell. And then wars were fought defending that notion. It is also like somebody did just kind of like figure that one out and everybody just went like crazy over it and nobody asked for like a second opinion or like yeah proof. Yeah. So heaven and hell, I would say, is like the straightest possible interpretation of death. Would you say that's accurate? I, I would absolutely agree. I used to get nightmares as a kid about hell. Yeah. Just because I was like... No way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. This is a bummer. And I grew up really Pentecostal. So, you know, we would have like Sunday school and, you know, we're like children, but the adults were still very like, no, this is this is what we do. Mm-hmm. And I remember once I asked like, oh, well, like, will dogs go to heaven? And my Sunday school <laughs> teacher was like, dogs don't have souls. Are oh you insane? <laughs> I was like seven and i was like what <laughs> and he was like yeah dogs just wow. just don't have souls and where it's like that is your lack of imagination your tragic lack of imagination yeah, yeah isn't it crazy like Straight you've imagined sad. you've imagined two it's like it does take some imagination to imagine a heaven and a hell and angels and yeah. demons and then like paradise like what the idea of paradise is right and and then you can't fit in one more corollary to your uh, grand vision of the afterlife. There's so much stuff about that, too, that has, like, not been worked out. Like, I remember, like, also asking, I was like a, I was like a bother in Sunday school. But I remember being like, so if I get to heaven, will I be, like, how old I was when I died or like, will I be kind of like median age or like my favorite age? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And <laughs> my Sunday school teacher was like, just like stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Randomly just like enough. 
I know it's the most obvious possible observation, but like <laughs> curiosity is really beat out of kids. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And in fact, I would say back to our elder discussion, like the reason older people are off their rockers is because after years of suppressing their imagination and their sense of wonder, they like allow themselves to get it back. <laughs> You might as well. I mean, at that point, you wasted 40 years of your life working your way up Just the marketing like corporate normal. ladder. Okay. Being a dental hygienist. It's like, it's crazy to think like, okay, you meet an old person and they tell you a riddle and you're like, wow, he's really off his rockers. Meanwhile, you meet a 40 year old person who's a marketing executive and you're like, oh, he's normal. He's normal. <laughs> like, oh, he's no, normal he's and I not. respect him. He's literally not normal. He's and worse. He's euthanized. He's worse. We should all be, like, crazy. <sighs> okay. Maybe that's it. Yeah. I do actually think, I mean, this is getting into difficult territory, but, like, <laughs> don't you kind of feel like the most radical position you can take is anti-logic? <laughs> I mean, yes. Grain of, with grain of, grain of reality. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's obviously difficult because, like, then I, you know, what if I go out and murder everyone? You know, that doesn't have logic. Like, I don't mean that. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe. Or when people make, like, really long Twitter threads and you're like, stop. Yeah, yeah. Maybe actually logic is good. logic. Yeah, yeah. It's so, it's so hard. I'm not anti-reason, but I'm pro, like, <laughs> pro-random. Yeah, I would say, yeah, I guess it's a balance. Yeah. What is, like, I want to create, like, a school of thought that's, like, um, the opposite of stoicism. It's like randicism. Yeah. I want to like, be Plato for being random. Right, like taking joy in the unexpected. You know, it's kind of a yes and philosophy. We're actually inventing improv. Oh, we're inventing improv. Yeah. Oh, no, we're always inventing Wait, improv. Wait, you know what's actually so crazy? We really are inventing improv. We're like, <laughs> what if it's like against logic and it's also kind of random and you have a sense of wonder, a childlike sense of wonder that you're that There is still being... are rules, but the rules um, <laughs> yeah. help actually produce this feeling of yeah. randomness and joy and connectivity. Mm. And you can actually ask for suggestions so that you... Get everyone involved. Mm, mm. And if you are a 40 year old marketing executive, you should be able to take a class with a few <laughs> of your co workers and random 20 year olds. Yeah. Do you, you know what's the craziest thing is like <laughs> being a random is not a way out. Like the promise that of being random. Me. It, 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 that broke me. You think you think that's the solution and it's not. Yeah, there is no paradise. Okay, so we have heaven and hell as the straightest possible interpretation of death. I would say maybe yes. ghosts are more queer, uh, you know, a more queer I out. I believe in ghosts. I yeah. have ghost stories. You yeah. know I have ghost stories. Like, because a ghost implies, basically it's like if the binary is life and death, ghosts yeah. complicate that and then it's like. Yes. Creates. I think there are also things about ghosts where it's like, oh, you have a grudge you never settled. Yeah. Oh, you've been like pining after somebody and so you won't leave this earth. Oh, you just like your house. Oh, you set up your house in a way you really like it and now you just refuse to move. Right. Even in death, mm -hmm. even in the ultimate. So we think. Yeah. yeah. End of life as we know it. You won't leave your house. That's nice. Yeah. That's that that spirit, that fortitude. I appreciate it. Yeah. 
I know. I guess the goal ultimately is to become a ghost. I wish there was like a like an in between. I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, I, mean, like I, I could sometimes be a ghost. I could sometimes be just dead. Right, right, right. Um, and maybe take like the the train to heaven, like on the weekends. Well, like go upstate to heaven. Right. Uh, I do think I kind of agree. Like I think when I die, I'll be ready to check out. But then, yeah, <laughs> once a year, I'll want to kind of check in with everyone, see yeah. how my kids are doing. How did Halloween Town work? I don't remember. Could you like go to Halloween? Like, could Halloween? Could you go to Halloween Town if you were like dead? But Halloween Town, like, I don't want to visit Halloween Town. I want to visit the real world. Like, if <laughs> no, sure. I don't want to be dead and be like, my only option is a theme worried park. about Calabar. Yeah, That's you don't right. want to be worried about Calabar yeah. and his revenge. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see a jack o' lantern. That's true. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, I never want to see a jack o' lantern when I'm like dead right they're so ugly even when they're good um your eyes just like lit up did you get an I important thought, message i know i literally was thinking about <laughs> about <laughs> halloween town about jack-o-lanterns <laughs> okay i was really thinking about jack-o-lanterns i i like um like I, when i stay in hotels i really like you know watching cable sure because it's like the only time I watch it because uh, I don't have cable. Yeah. Um, sorry, being vulnerable. And <laughs> um, I always end up watching the Food Network. And like for every holiday that's nearby, they have like, you know, 12 weeks of programming for whatever is near. So when it's Valentine's Day, it's like cupcake wars, like chocolate, yeah, yeah, yeah. like drama, whatever. And then when it's Halloween, there's always like jack-o'-lantern carving pumpkin pump. Pump competitions. Competitions. Pump competitions. Is that what I was trying to say? God, I'm the Shakespeare of my generation. (laughs) Um, But there's always jack lantern carving competitions and like big cake things. When then there's also somebody whose job on the cake team is to like carve gourds. It's like it's a lot of that, and I'm never really, I'm never, I'm never happy. Mm -hmm. I guess. I, I'm <laughs> so obsessed what will you with do about story. that? Yeah. What will you do about that? <laughs> this I'm is totally worse like, than my metaphors. Where is this going? This is worse than my metaphors. <laughs> Not really anywhere. I just, I just sort of wanted to share that with somebody, and you're the first person I guess I felt safe with. Yeah, yeah. Sharing and then, that. and then I immediately laughed. That was a at mistake. You. That was a mistake. No, I immediately laughed at you. I mean, it's like after. After all our talk about being random, you actually tried to be random, and I, oh, and I and was I, rejected. And I literally was like, leave. Yeah, you're not ready for for what I'm trying to bring to society, which is feel like once again place... improv. <laughs> Do you feel like there's a place for randomness, like you know, in politics, in in the Biden administration? I don't think in the Biden administration um, there is a place for randomness, which is like or a big well, but actually, Joe Biden is one of the more random presidents. I think we've like we've had interesting. Like, I, I, I I do think like also going Obama to Trump to Biden is literally so random. Yes, it has. Like a, we thought we were doing history, but we were actually doing like. We were having fun a, with it. A mood board. We were yes. doing like a, a splatter paint. Yes. No, you're so right. You're like, yeah, it's like um, it's <laughs> Biden, Trump and Obama are very much like, you know, the three types of. 
Yes. You know, it's like the, the three types of personalities you can be on a first date. Yes. It's very like spaghetti at the wall. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, yuck. Like this is the, oh, this is the American experience. Right. Experiment. It's also kind of like, well, okay, wait, we tried all three and none of them worked. None of them. And all of them are like random. Random. Yeah. Random. I also feel like Obama's like low-key very thirsty. Like how he like keeps making mixtapes. It's like brother. The fact <laughs> that Obama the fact that Obama still releases his favorite Set Us Free, his brother. Favorite books and songs and movies every year is like you We are down so bad <laughs> as a nation. Everybody needs to. to pack it up. And then he's like, oh, I'm gonna be a movie producer? No. Let it go. Let it go, everyone. Do you know what I find so interesting is that Harry and Meghan um, do not, <laughs> like, got a podcast deal and two years later have not released the podcast. Release a podcast. Everyone needs to grow up. Do you mind if I read a poem? Please. I was actually going to ask you to read one. I want a person with AIDS for president. <laughs> I want an improviser for vice president. And I want someone so absolutely random. For what? To also be president again. Oh, okay, cool. And I wrote that. Wow. One time I tried to reference that poem in something and <laughs> someone, someone thought I was being like a very offensive joke because they, they didn't know the, the original. And so since then, I've been like very worried whenever, I, whenever anyone references it. I, 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 tread, I tread carefully. I knew what, yeah. I, I knew what, I, I knew what my plan was. Can I say something actually? I, here's what I actually think would be no. the last frontier. Are you ready for this? Yeah. A president with vocal fry. Wow. Yeah. I'm stunned. Yeah. Because it is the, I, I would think, I think literally Trump, we were like, oh my God, Trump is so crazy. How is he in office? I don't think, I think having vocal fry is less socially accepted than anything Trump has ever done. But uh, do you think, do you think it's, I mean, like if it, what if it's a man with vocal fry? Um, a woman with vocal fry is never happening. It's never happening. Well, I think this goes back to the question. Yeah, it's like a man. It, it goes to question by the late and great Olivia Craighead. Yes, R.I.P. Um, R.I.P. Is are we gonna her. get? I miss her so much every day. Are we gonna get? Her question, of course, is are we going to get an Italian-American president or a gay president? Or a gay first? president first. And so I guess then the corollary to that is are we going to get a male president with vocal fry first? For, mm-hmm. Or, okay, are we going to get a straight male president with vocal fry or a gay male president without vocal fry first? Wow. Because that actually gets right to the that point. Is which the, is, that is the question. Like, that, literally... I'm not even kidding. That is the question. Because that is the ultimate question is, are people afraid of homosexuality or femininity? Say it. Do you know what I mean? Say it. I think if the gay president without vocal fry was a Republican, first. I kind of agree. I think it'll be a gay president with no vocal fry who is a Republican. And then it will be a 
straight straight Democrat president, Democratic with president Bogle with Bogle Fry. Yeah, and I think maybe he's also like, I think he's like married to somebody who's black or Asian. Are you assuming he himself is not black or Asian? I can't. I don't think we can. I don't think we'll see that again in our life. Okay. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, so, I don't okay. Really. So a white, a straight white man <laughs> with local yeah. fry. Yeah. Married to. Married to. Maybe uh, she's half black, half Asian. He's married to Kamala. It's Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Not, I've never heard Doug speak, but like if Doug started speaking and he had vocal fry, I'd be like, that makes sense. That would make perfect sense. Wow. I can't believe Doug is gonna be our first straight male president with vocal fry. <laughs> I was um looking over your deal, um, and I really think uh we can bring them up. Uh, he's also gonna have up George. speech. <laughs> I was looking over wait, I can't how do you do vocal fry? I was looking over your deal. <laughs> That's my impression of Doug. (laughs) Doug Kardashian. So the State of the Union this year is that it's honestly pretty good. (laughs) Okay, like, randomly enough, um, like, we are going to be invading three countries, but, like, I'm not stressed about it, like, at all. I just met with Putin, and honestly, he's kind of a badass. (sighs) <sighs> I'm really glad we got there. I'm happy. It's it's really it makes me so happy when the when an episode comes together and it's like of course looking back the ultimate conclusion is that Doug Emhoff Doug. is going to be the first straight white male president with vocal fry. The ultimate conclusion is Doug. Yeah. Any last thoughts about death? Shut up and die die <laughs> die die. <laughs> Do you feel like, um, are you afraid of death? I think I always will be a little bit because yeah. I grew up so Christian. Like, but I think that hopefully, you know, things go well and I am able to die like older. Mm-hmm. I hope that I get like a sense of like peace and closure and like, as I continue to live my life so earnest, like as I continue to live my life and like chase things that I enjoy and like be around people that I love, I feel like better about it. But it's like, it's just like weird. It's like, it's weird to be, to like be alive and then get a sense for being alive and then know that at some point it has an end, but you just don't know Mm -hmm. like when it is. Yeah, totally. I I feel like, I I try to think of it in terms of like, let's say you're writing something or you're creating something like the limitations of whatever form you're working in are actually productive because that's what makes something good. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Like if you're uh, like, like the rules to writing a movie or a book or something, yes, you can see them as limiting, but you can also see them as like the thing that makes it what it is and i feel like death is that limit to like i you it makes you appreciate life for what it is because it is clearly defined life would be a completely different unrecognizable thing if it was infinite yeah that's true that's true 
I think the thing about death that makes me sad is like when I think about things that like I'll miss. Yeah. Like, cause I, I like, but then also I think to your point, like, but then that's not life. Like then you're <laughs> like God or whatever. And that seems like boring job. Yeah. No I, offense. Hate. I mean, talk about someone who could never have vocal fry. That's so true. I feel like God is like in a weird musical where he's like only allowed to sing or she or they (laughs) (laughs) or it. (laughs) I find myself, maybe this is narcissistic, but I'm like, you mentioned things you'll miss. I'm like, I think about like, you're ready to book it. Who'll miss you? Who'll miss me? (laughs) (laughs) Like, is it so much sad? Like I will be gone. I'm not going to miss anything. Whereas like, if God forbid something happens to me and people I love are, yeah. still alive yeah that'll be so sad do you sad want me not to miss you i could try <laughs> just kidding <laughs> can you imagine well and then i'm like out of respect for george's wishes i'm happy you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. well don't you good riddance like, like when i think about the possibility of me uh of my life ending i feel like i'll feel such a maybe this says something about me but like i feel like i would feel such a sense of guilt on my deathbed i'd be like oh god it's because of me that all these people feel sad yeah i yeah that one kind of be a bummer but then that's why you have to do like celebration of life vibes okay ideal funeral go every year starting at 50 i have a surprise birthday party on a random day of the year for my birthday it's a huge party it's super fun then one day everybody gets dressed up bam surprise it's my funeral and <laughs> so, and <laughs> so i'm sorry these people would not know that you are dead when they like you would hide the fact that you had died <laughs> until your birthday correct yeah okay. yeah 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 well my birthday party is on a different day every year oh interesting yeah so you like never know you never know and then one yeah and then it's like oh my god she's dead and it's mm-hmm. like then I guess there has to be like a warning where it's like, okay, so um, she's dead. That's not, my, that's not, I don't have to figure that out. I'm gone. Somebody else can figure out how they're going to tell people. Yeah. But then it's like, don't worry. Let's party. You can share stories, but mostly let's just hang out and like rock on. What venue are we talking? Probably like a, um, like a church. Okay. Not like the bell house. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've converted the bell house into a church. This is what I'm like, I'm like real I've I've gotten like really rich and I've like made my own hill song. Yeah. What if your passion project when you were really rich was creating a life-size replica of the bell house? <laughs> <laughs> On top of like um a mountain in Peru. Yeah. Oh, honestly, that sounds great. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wow. What's your ideal funeral? I, I'm I'm trying to think about it. Like, there's something so inherently narcissistic about talking. Like, it, it is inherently self-aggrandizing to talk about your own funeral. But I, I thought would, mine was really normal. Yes. I No, I think, yeah. No, having a different surprise birthday party every year at a different day that leads to a funeral is very normal. <laughs> I want there to be some form of new... Thing happening, like, like 
I don't I haven't worked this out in my mind, but I'm like, I want there to be like a screening of a film that has okay. never been seen before. Wow. Like okay. I, I want it to I want my funeral to be a movie premiere. Yeah, absolutely. I guess that's my answer. I want my funeral to be a movie premiere with a step and repeat. And I and I for you, if I die after you, I would make sure that it's um a remastering of licorice pizza. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Well, I don't know. Well, I feel like we do I have any more insights about death? Probably, but like what's the point? Yeah. I guess that's what it comes down to. Well, um, I'm going to be very I just, sad like, hope... when you when you die. I just want to say <laughs> I hope we die at the same time. Me too. I think that's like one of my hopes is like, <laughs> but then that's like an accident. Like suicide pact? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, th- I sometimes I'm like, I would love if like me, my parents, my best friends, yeah. we all died at the same time. But like, that's like a tragedy or like a terrorist event. Like that's the only way to- those no, things you're can absolutely happen. Right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Or we well, all get raptured. I think this is right. I think. But that this was is- like. Be so crazy because I don't even know if my clothes would stay on or if you just get raptured <laughs> out, like up naked. But I think you're pointing to like the main issue with death. It, it's like the issue with death is not in an, the, the fact of death in and of itself. It's the mm. lack of coordination among various people of, of when they yes. die. Do you know yes. what? Like that's the issue is not even that life is finite or that we're all going right. to die. It's the... It's frankly the randomness of... Okay. I mean... Yeah. And also it's like you want to live old, but then it's like all people who live old, like all their friends basically like die. And then it's like you have to like like recount the floppy disk to young people. Yeah. And it's like, I guess... I might be too lazy for that. It's hard to say. Right. We There really needs to be more intergenerational um, friendship. <laughs> Otherwise, we're all going to hell. It's so it's true. Maybe maybe the next time I come back on the podcast, I'll find like an old person. Yeah. And we can do the podcast together. Maybe I'll have my grandma on. (laughs) (laughs) The last thing she ever does is your (laughs) podcast. Oh, God. I would I would, you know, I would work on my I would work on my Greek. Yeah. We haven't even talked about your issue with fetishizing Greek people. I don't think it's an issue. Okay. Yasos. Is it an issue? Oxy. Oxy. Fuck. (laughs) Well, someone should have told me that when I was in Greece. Did you say that in Greece? Yeah, nobody told me. Oh my God, that's so cute. The X is a H, is like either H or H. H, H, Ochi. So like, Ochi. Ochi, yeah. Ochi. Yeah, perfect. It's like nine. It's kind of like an H, like, but just like more, yeah. um, more intense. More intense, cool. More throat heavy. Love that for me. Yeah. Obviously, any funeral should be held like on a beach, I feel. Yeah. I, I like the idea of having like um sort of like balcony situation. So they're like, is indoor if you can do it. If you want, like, want to be indoors. Social distance. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know what we need to do is our final segment. Okay. Tell me. It is, in fact, 
Well, wait. I need to literally say the, the thing I need to say about Sam. You should. Um, Sam tested positive for COVID in Chile. So Sam's like in Chile? Sam still? is now in Chile for another week. Oh my God. <laughs> Which is literally what I was going to say. <laughs> Remember in the very beginning where we were like, okay, fact number one, fact number two. And then and then <laughs> instead you were like, Sam is playing in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and then we talked about that for like 45 minutes. Well, that minutes. was fun. Well, that was fun. Everybody had a fun time. They did. And, talking and, about and it. And it is so much more fun than talking about how he tested positive for COVID. But um, mm, yeah, Sam, um, we're, we're, we'll do a, a Patreon up from, from there. Him and I will record wow. it this week. But uh, Sam indeed was shooting something in Chile. Then, in fact, went on a nice vacation with his partner. Then his partner tested negative and is now back in the United States. And Sam is quarantining by himself in Santiago. Sometimes life just rocks you. Yeah. You know, I really am... I, the more we talk, the more I'm like, randomness is bad. You became... An, you, you're now part of the anti-random I movement? I kind of feel like I've, I'm kind of anti-random. Oh, my God. Sorry. I literally... I just... No, I just thought we were friends. I know. I mean, you get... I get conservative as I'm getting older, and I'm now anti-random. It's true. It's true. But I will say, the way in which you presented your anti-randomness, you had random vibes. Yeah. And had random vibes. That's the tension. So I just want to say, um, Sam, we are sending our thoughts and prayers to you. And love. And love. For anyone wondering, he's totally fine. He doesn't have any symptoms. Um, Honestly, who can trust tests these days? Can I say, I think if you get it and you're asymptomatic and you quarantine and do all the stuff you're supposed to do, I think it's good. Like, you know, if you like got your boost you know you're healthy yeah. whatever is not i'm like it's good because there's such an anxiety i know it's like to like especially like you know it's been what over two years now mm-hmm. if you haven't gotten it that whole time anxiety i got it in december no january i got it in january i got it in december yeah and look at me now and sam I'm talking about death on a podcast I, I, sam thought he got i mean it's it's all very sam was quarantining at some point in january because he thought he had it who I don't know what's anymore. going on with it this stuff. Like, I don't know if I should be worried or not whenever there's an article that's like, it's now in rats. I'm like, wasn't it all? Like, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. What am I supposed to do about that? I'm not hanging out with rats. Should be yeah, good. Well, um, okay. Our final segment is final called segment. Shout Outs. Yeah. Where we give a shout out to something that we want to shout out. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a tribute to the radio shout out, which is a very important part of straight culture. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of stalling, to be honest, because I don't really have one. I I have one. Okay. I want to shout out um, the Greek people. Mm. Um, despite statements that have been made against me saying that I fetishize you, um, I don't. Say agapo, okay? Um, we are family. Mm-hmm. Um, and it runs deep. It runs as deep as the Greek pizza shop that I used to hang out with when I was a kid. And the man who worked there gave me an apron and he said, you can work here if you want. And that touched my heart when I was a child. And now I wonder if they were just looking for sort of free labor from a kid who was like, I love pizza. It's hard to say, 
but it doesn't matter. Greece is cool. And I love, <laughs> I love my wedding. <laughs> and I love Olympia Dukakis. Oh, I love Olympia Dukakis. Okay, well. And like, and like, and like the whole Dukakis dynasty. Yeah. Woo! And so like, that's like. <laughs> this has such a long tail. <laughs> I keep thinking you're done. It's, it's becoming a metaphor. <laughs> it's becoming a metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> Just by length. Yeah. Jennifer um, Aniston, Greek. Oh, of course. John Stamos, Maria Buenos, M- M- Rita Wilson. Mm-hmm. Do you know who's Greek? Patricia Field, the costume designer of Sex and the City. Greek. People don't know that. Tina Fey. You know who else is Greek? Half Greek. Tommy Lee. Yes. Found that out. Yeah. Because of? Because of the Hulu show. Pam and Tommy on Hulu. That's right. That's right. Um. Well, I guess it's my time to shout out, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I mean, nai. Ne. You're kidding me. A and I <laughs> together are it. Nobody told me this. This That's actually so annoying that no one told you. Everybody was just like, you're trying your best. Which I feel like not, That's I don't feel good about that's that. That's actually shocking because to me, I feel like Greek people actually like are not shy about telling you you're doing something wrong. I think everybody was just like, oh, you're not here for real. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll let this slide. <laughs> ne. Okay, ne and ohi. Ohi. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing great. Thank you. I needed that. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Um, well. <laughs> Who are, nobody's behind you. I, can't, I literally cannot think of words. It's actually humiliating. Shout out words. I know. Um, you know, I'll say this. Shout out yeah. to little pockets of free will throughout the day. So okay. much of life is predetermined, and I often feel like I am completely not in control in any way. And occasionally I will feel like I am actually making a decision, and it is in my power for my day to go one way versus another way. And wow. basically, those moments are all we have, and you just have to kind of like appreciate them and have faith in them and not worry about the moments where you don't have free will. And that, my friends, is the topic of my new book. I said it, colon, now is the time. You can buy it only on Amazon Prime. That's right. So get over yourselves. Well, Ayo, this has been an absolute delight. George, I've had one of the times of my life. (laughs) (laughs) There is no one else. I mean, when we said we would get a guest co-host, I... Literally, there was no one else that came to mind. That's so beautiful and yeah. and and lucky for me, really. And that's uh, so lucky for me. That's so lucky for you. <laughs> and now you're in the two timers club. Oh my goodness! You and Max Wittert are the only people. Wow. Yeah. How's good, that for good, a sitcom? Good company. Yeah. Reboot Will and Grace with you and Max Wittert. <laughs> and nobody would watch it, but. It would be one of those things people would look back on and be like, huh, this should have had another season. Yeah, if only it wasn't on Peacock. Hey, we've got friends making shows there. That's right. And we love them. And we love them. And we love all the executives there. Yes, they're they're not only friends, but family. Yeah, and they're all radical activists. I also want to give a shout out to BP Oil. 
Oh my you god, I love did. BP Oil. One of the <laughs> you top know what oil you did. companies. Yeah, yeah. You know what you did. It's a bad shout out. <laughs> you know what you did. Well, I hope um, everyone takes some time to think about death, but most importantly, yeah. to celebrate life. Life. And also, drink your liquids. Please. Yeah, drink as many liquids as you can. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>